praise the Lord. Today for the meditation of scriptures, let us open the Bibles and turn to Psalm 54. Psalm 54 has got a title there which says, It is a muskil of David when the Sephites went and told Saul, Is not David hiding among us? If you look at the psalm, the psalm is written in the time of a conflict in David's life when he had faced a certain betrayal at the hands of a group of people called the Siphites. If you look at the background of this, if you turn to 1 Samuel chapter 23 verses 13 to 24, you can understand the background of this incident. And we realize that this group of Siphites had twice betrayed David to Saul. Saul had encouraged many people from Israel to betray his enemies into his presence and uh, these groups of people like Siphites did that very promptly because they wanted to have favor with Saul. And when we see here, we understand that the psalm reveals certain experiences that David did which would be very profitable for us also because in our earthly lives, we need to recognize that we also may face certain betrayals. And let us prayerfully meditate upon the psalm with that attitude. The psalm can be divided into three sections. The section 1 is Psalm 54 verses 1 to 3 where David is crying out to the Lord because the enemy that he is facing is very dangerous. And in second section of the psalm, Psalm 54 verses 4 and 5, David recognizes what the Lord will do for his beloved. And the last part of the psalm is Psalm 54 verses 6 and 7 where David praises the Lord for the mighty deliverance that the Lord has given him. Let us prayerfully look at these sections. Section 1 is verses 1 to 3 which goes like this. O God, save me by your name and vindicate me by your might. O God, hear my prayer and give ear towards the words of my mouth. For strangers have risen against me and ruthless men seek my life. They do not set God before themselves. If we see here, we see that at this point of time, David's life was in danger and he called upon the Lord to save him and vindicate his cause. And the background for this is that David was the rightful king of Israel and the future of the nation and the dynasty and the promise of God and the covenant of God lay on him. And this included the promise of the Messiah who would be coming from David's line. And the psalmist here, David here writes and says, O God, save me by your name. He's saying by your name means on the basis of your character, on the basis of your strength, on the basis of your faithfulness, on the basis of your covenantal love. Lord, save me. David was a person who intimately knew the nature of God. In some of the psalm, he just openly praises God with so many attributes and so many metaphors that are clubbed together in one single verse that we wonder how this poor shepherd boy got such a revelation of the attributes and nature of God. Truly, it comes only by revelation, not because of anything that we have, any because of any merit that we have, but God has revealed into our hearts who he is. And David recognized that and he is right now taking the name of the Lord and saying, Oh Lord, save me by your name and vindicate me by your might. God is a just God. God is the God who saves and delivers. And uh, David is invoking that particular aspect of his character, aspect of his nature in order to receive the deliverance that he needs right now in his life. Now, David promised to praise God after the great victory, verse 6 says, I'm going to give thanks to your name and I'm going to praise you. 
David is already seeing a victory, but at this point of time, what he is doing is he is crying out to the Lord and he is saying, Oh God, hear my prayer and give ear to the words of my mouth. Hear my prayer is a favorite approach that David had with the Lord. That indicates a very simple fact that there is a God. He hears the prayers and he has in his ability to respond to our prayers in a manner that he sees fit. And that is a great comfort for a Christian. That is a great comfort for a child of God because we are not alone in our daily battles. The daily battles of our lives are there. The struggles of our life is there. But in the midst of that, the Lord says, come to me and pray. I am a prayer answering God. I can hear the prayers. I am not a person whose whose ears are completely shut to your prayers. My eyes are not blinded to the suffering that you are going through. I can see. I can hear. That's what the Lord is trying to tell us. And David recognized this. And he says, sadly in verse 3 he says, For strangers have risen against me. Now if you look at the background of this particular psalm, in the title we read that this was written when Siphites had betrayed David. By the word strangers, you may think that David is talking about people who are outside Israel, the Gentile nations, some of the enemies of Israel. But the sad reality is, Siphites belonged to the nation of Israel itself. In fact, Siphites belonged to the very tribe of Judah, which was David's own tribe. And we see here the sad state when our own betrays us. Who else do we have to run to other than our God? If you see here the word strangers, it refers to the people who are our own but who are acting in a manner that is contrary. And the same word is used in Job chapter chapter 19 verse 13 also to describe the friends and family of Job. And we can see that David was having that kind of an experience where he is now referring to the Siphites as the strangers who had risen against him. Ruthless men who are seeking his life. And why do they do that? The key for that is something that we have to take away. Verse 3, the last part says, They do not set God before themselves. Now David was a person, if you see in Psalm 16 verse 8, he says, I have set the Lord always before me. David says, I have set him before me. I live my life conscious that the Lord is there with me and the con- and conscious that the Lord is watching over me. Now, it gives me two reasons. First thing is, when I say that God is with me, number one, I will order my life in a more careful manner. So I will be more conscious, I will be more holy. Second thing is, when I say that God is with me, that gives me power to face unknowns and difficult situations in my life because the Lord himself is with me. And David, because he did that, he was confident. But because these strangers, the Siphites, did not have the fear of the Lord in their heart, what happened was, they went contrary to the will of God, contrary to the purpose of God, and they turned against the king that the Lord had chosen to set over the nation of Israel. They disregarded the Lord and his will for the nation of Israel. Now we come to the second part of the psalm, which is verses 4 and 5, where David recognizes what the Lord will do for him, because he is the beloved of the Lord. And David writes here, Behold, God is my helper. I don't care how many people are against me. Behold, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. He will return the evil to my enemies. In your faithfulness, you will put an end to them. David recognizes two very important factors here. Number one thing, that he is helped and sustained by God. God is helping him in the daily struggles that he is right now going through. God is helping him. What is the background here? 
now if you see here because of this betrayal david had to flee away from the nation of juda the the territory of juda and he had to go and live in the wilderness for all practical purposes david was forced to live the pilgrim life because of the betrayal of the siphites and in spite of that he knows that whether it is in the wilderness or whether it is in the caves or whether it is in the palaces or whether it is in the battlefield it is the lord who is the helper of david and it is the lord who is the upholder of his life he came to that confidence the word that is translated helper is related to the word ebenezer in first samuel chapter 7 verse 12 which means thus far has the lord helped us dearly beloved take a moment look back on your life how many years you you have lived and just look back and thank god for the fact that it is because he has been helping us that we have come this far this far the lord has helped us and it's a word that david constantly uses in his prayers our prayers should be a rehearsal of the covenant faithfulness of god that he has demonstrated and exhibited in our lives until this very day and based on that he is crying out to god and saying he is affirming his faith in god by saying god is my helper he is the one who upholds my life in verse 3 he says ruthless men are seeking my life in verse 4 he says the lord is the upholder of my life our lives are secure in the hands of the lord however be the evil ma- uh, plans that the enemies have towards us we can rest assured that the lord has got us covered he says here in verse 5 he will return evil to my enemies and in your faithfulness you will put an end to them you see here one of the things that encouraged me was in this particular uh, portion of first uh, samuel chapter 23 verses 13 to 24 we see that the lord helped him how did the lord help him supernaturally he sustained him definitely supernaturally he protected him but he also used the natural friendship of Jonathan in order to minister some kind of comfort and help to David as well the lord uses at a very human level he uses people who encourage the saints of god during the times of trial during the times of trouble and i thank god for every saint of god who has got that heart of compassion to reach out to the people who are going through a tough time may the lord bless them because their words of encouragement their words of comfort will surely help help those saints of god to to go through that difficult time with some cheer in their heart and finally we come to the next section of the the psalm verses 6 and 7 david finishes the previous section by saying saying that the lord will surely deal with the enemies the justice and judgment belongs to the lord and david completely leaves it in the hands of the lord rather than taking power in his own hands and trying to operate against his enemy because david was very meek against king saul David was very meek against his enemies he allowed god to take care of the enemies and the punishment and recompense actually belongs to the lord finally in verses 6 and 7 david comes and says i am going to praise the lord he says here with a free will offering i will sacrifice to you i will give thanks to your name o lord for it is good for he has delivered me from every trouble my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies at this point of time we need to recognize that david is in the wilderness far away from the tabernacle far away from the sanctuary far away from the priesthood and yet he says i will offer free will offerings as a sacrifice to you david was not constrained by the time and place in order to praise god in order to thank god in order to offer spiritual sacrifices to god and with such sacrifices of thanksgiving irrespective of time and place and propriety god is well pleased we need to recognize that in our daily life in in our daily routine 
we have so many moments where we can thank God and where we can praise God. And God is asking us to offer our thanksgiving to God because he is pleased with them. We see here that David is already facing his future as though he has already received the deliverance from the Lord. The reality is he is in the wilderness. There are greater battles that he will have to face. There are greater enemies that he will have to face. But David has come to a point in his life where he has cried out to the Lord. He has received that confidence that the Lord has taken up his cause and case. And he is now thanking and praising God as though God has completely delivered him from all his enemies. He is looking forward to the future by faith and seeing the great deliverance and the great victory that the Lord is going to give him. And that, my dear friends, is the eye of faith that we all need to have. Today may look bleak, today may look very great, but the reality is God has got us covered. Stick it through. And through the wilderness, when we have that kind of an assurance, the Lord says, keep walking, keep walking, do not lie down here. You shall pass through the wilderness season of your life and you shall enter into the victory that the Lord has kept for you. And that is what David did as well. May we also have that kind of a heart where we cry out to the Lord to face the challenges and issues of the day that we are facing. And we have that assurance that the Lord has got us covered and we come out praising Him because the Lord has already given us the victory and deliverance. May the Lord richly bless us through the meditation of these scriptures.